fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 What's going on? Oh, you know, a little of this, a little of that. It's Saturday, January 1st, 2011. One, 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 one. It's on! It's on! Episode 47 of the Hotbox. Welcome. I hope Hi. you all had a great new year. I hope you're all still alive, not in jail. Yes, that these, would be nice. These holiday times, they're dire times indeed. People are just... They can be dangerous. It's dangerous out there. You almost you almost gotten a little, a little danger, danger... I did. This fool tried to pass me on the right. I'm sorry, I can't find the for? lighter. Oh. Um, this fool tried to pass me on the right while I was driving down the highway and I was going I was going the speed limit. He was going far beyond the speed limit. And when he went to go past me, lost control of his car, like right <laughs> there next to me. Oh, nice. And then I, for some reason, slammed on my brakes because, well. of course, I'm in a traumatic situation. And the only thing I can think is stop. Stop. Absolutely. <laughs> so I stop and see him whip around behind me and then spin around again. Like the, totally out of control. In oncoming traffic, like wow. right next to me. Like I make eye contact and realize... I might die. (laughs) You may. Today may be the day. And then he shoots off into the ditch. Wow. And I'm like, okay. Local or? He was from Canada. Really? Yeah. Did he think that the the speed limit sign was maybe in kilometers or? I don't know. No, that would make sense. He'd be going slow. I stopped and this Hmm. truck stopped. And like I get out and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, I need to figure out where I am. And he like goes to pull a map out and everything. (laughs) And this guy gets out. I have no idea where I'm at. I'm (laughs) lost. This guy gets out of his truck and he's like, are you guys okay? And we're both like, yeah, we're all right. And he goes, you know, for being from Canada, I'd think you'd know how to drive in Montana. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like looking at the guy like, yeah, hello. You would think so. Yeah, Snow dude, what's up? Snow and ice on the highway, not the right time to drive 80. Just a yeah, thought. just a thought. But, you know, that's just me. Well, let's let's try and stay safe for this uh, this one, 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 this yes. new year. So, a New Year's uh, resolutions at all? Do we, um, do we do that? Do we do that? No, I no. don't ever do that. My life is a constant changing, evolving system I, of I like goals. what <laughs> I like what Braden said last night. He's like, my life is, is just constantly making resolutions and achieving them. So I don't I find it kind of wasteless to wasteful to make make one for a whole year, you know. Like if it takes you a whole year to do something, <laughs> do something else. Yeah, exactly. Do something different. I, uh, I'm going to to say that we're just we're going to keep doing shows. We're going to keep bringing you news about medical marijuana and talking about things like that. Yes. We're going to smoke. We're going to have vaporizers here every now and then. <laughs> Not tonight, but that's I'm okay. Sorry. <laughs> It's all I right. Hey, tonight that that's fine. We we were gonna have grow talk tonight, but uh, the the guy that was gonna come over and talk to us, like I just haven't heard from him. Have you heard from him? No. I had like he just kind of disappeared. So I I don't know what happened, but so we're not gonna do that. But lots of uh, lots of good news uh, in the in the feed today. Can I read you a passage out oh, of, uh, is this going to be like our, this isn't going to take long. This is just <laughs> is I, this a regular thing on the show. Th- if this may be until I'm done with the book. At least I've read some more of this and I, I'd like to read you a passage. This okay, is the, but can I just ask that we name this segment quotes from a dumbass? Sure. <laughs> In today's segment on the hot box of quotes <laughs> from a dumbass. These I I try to pick out just very ironic quotes. Again, we we've discussed this that this book is like a glimpse into the mind's eye of this like bipolar mess. Yeah, and like we we see him and we have a perception of him and how he is that is quite the opposite to what he thinks he is. Yes. and I find that so awesome. So 
You know, we've talked about his run-ins with the police and stuff and how he acts and all that, right? Oh, it happens often. So in his book, he actually says, if you get arrested, don't spout off at the mouth. Remain calm and record everything in your mind. Dates, places, (laughs) what was said, and as soon as you can, write them all down. Police... <coughs> oh goodness! Excuse you get that me. Out there? Cigarettes, oh, not yeah. pot. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be the death of me one day. That's <laughs> how I have this gruff rapper voice. <laughs> so you got to write this all down. Police are very busy, and they summarize events, leaving the details to be questionable. Sometimes they do a good job, but it is rare. Mm. Hey, hey, Missoula police, douche slap in the face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, DEA, douche slap in the face. <laughs> if you get pulled over and your car smells like marijuana, in certain states, it doesn't matter. In fact, at least in Montana, if you are in possession of marijuana and you have a card, the police cannot simply search you for that reason only. Having a card does not eliminate a person's right to privacy from unwarranted search by law enforcement. Read that search order or warrant if you are served with one. If it does not state that the police can enter, then they cannot, no matter what. If Why wait, would they give you a warrant that says they cannot enter? But, like they're trying to sneak it in on you, like, here's our warrant, just don't yeah, read it. a warrant means... Hey, wait a minute, this says you guys can't come in. Get out of here. <laughs> Like, really? Does that ever happen? A warrant will specify, (laughs) like, certain areas they're allowed to look in or certain things they're allowed to... I thought it was you can either come in or you can't. No. You can have, like, different levels of... Yeah, there's multiple levels. There's There's a... uh, uh, There's certain warrants where they have to knock and wait for an answer, but then there's other warrants they can just where bust they the, can, yeah, right, they okay. can just bust in. Huh. And then when the warrants get down to it, like it actually will specify, like if they think all the activities are happening in the garage but not the house, the oh. warrant can specify that they're only allowed to search the garage and the house I is see. not covered. Right, right. So you do want to look at you the warrant. You can look in this make, closet but not in this one. Right. So you want to make sure that you do look at the warrant. But not to see if it says they can't come in, because if they have a warrant, they can. (laughs) Right. You just may want to see what they can and cannot do while there. So then he says, listen to specifically what the cops say, because they use tricky talk to say (laughs) you guys are tricky talk. You guys are using that tricky talk on me again. (laughs) I ain't falling for your tricky talk this time. Uh, They say one thing and convey another. Politely ask them to rephrase if you are unsure. Aww. But just above all, remember, if you get arrested, do not spout off at the mouth. You remember that, JC? You actually don't want to spout off at the mouth. Yeah, sometimes taking your own advice is a good (laughs) idea. Not threatening to bomb Verizon. Very amusing. And then the next chapter, hiring the best attorney. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, no. Because you're probably going to need it. Yeah. (laughs) If you're anything like Jason, yes, you will. All right. So did you have a good New Year's Eve last night? Did you you get wasted and party and dance naked on tables? Oh, right. I don't drink. I didn't either. I just sat at home. We had a podcast party. And you know what? We had a, a news story sent in on, on the jam hole about this uh, bath salts. You know, like K2 is fake uh-huh. pot. These bath salts are like fake cocaine and fake meth. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I can find some of this and we can do it on the show and <laughs> oh, it'll <no>. be fun. <laughs> uh, I went to one head shop and they didn't have it, but a bunch of people had been calling about it, they oh, said. Oh, of course. <laughs> and then I went to this other one and they didn't have it for sale per se, but he happened to have a bag of it, a package. Just and he, laying around. Yeah, he had a couple and he gave me one. And I'll tell you what, I... I didn't go to bed till like, and I didn't even do any. I was letting my co-hosts, Dana and Braden, came over and hung out, and they did some. And I'll tell you what, 
it's only a matter of time before that shit is banned, because holy cow, dude. Yeah? Pupils like, what? What's <laughs> up? I can see in another dimension. If you want, Google it. It was called White Rush. It's MDHP. It's like methyl dye something or another. It's like this big long... Sounds It's dangerous. an analog to methylone, <laughs> which is an analog to methylphenidate, which is Ritalin. Basically. So it's like the fourth. <laughs> so, it's like this fourth, fourth generation of synthetic human made RC. Ooh, yeah, RCs. Yeah. Who's a fan of RCs? Hey. <laughs> so. Oh no. I know. Oh no. I know. I know. Well. I have an enjoyable evening at work, and when you finally fall asleep tomorrow morning, I'll uh, I'll see you Monday for the jam. Yeah, hole. right. So. Very, very wow. fun, though. It was cool to, like, have the news story about all the deaths and stuff that I was reading while she's in there, like, chopping it up. <laughs> like, you still want to do this? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. Man. Enjoy that. Yeah, right. That's, that's like, uh, I don't want anything to do with K2 or anything. Yeah, like- no, not K2. Anything it's like I- alternative, st- I don't know. That but that stuff, was- it just doesn't seem... It was Smart. funny because it was the prime example of why you would do that. See, with the K2, we have pot everywhere. So yeah. there's no, but there isn't cocaine everywhere. So I was like, hey, there you go. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. that's the, the prime use example. Well, but, but di- oh, and look, the lighter's sitting right here. And I, was, I know I said it right there. I was like, where the hell did it go? You, didn't you say that like the come down from it's like 24 hours? Oh, it's hours hell. Worth of it hell. is. And the more times you redose on this particular research chemical it just so happens to extend how long you are unable to go to sleep for but the high is gone so you're sitting there basically a zombie staring into nothing but you can't close your eyes for the life of you and you're just hating life like i wish i could sleep now so that's why and i read that yeah right like god i always want to go to sleep (laughs) so i'm reading all that and i'm like yeah no Because I'm already, I need to calm down to begin with. And so if I get on that stuff, I'm like over here and that's, I hate being like that. I talk a lot as it is. If I take anything that's an upper, (laughs) I don't shut up at all. Burger in the chat, he says, how is Danny feeling today? She's still, uh, still very alert. Alert? (laughs) Let's say alert and focused. Oh no. Oh Oh, goodness. Fun, fun. So, oh, did you hear? What? Marijuana Radio is back. Out of retirement. Really? The Jay-Z of Marijuana Podcast. So they were gone for six whole days. Right. And then, so check this out. This is terrible. I, I'm listening to this. And the the episode, it's just Paul. Paul, the producer. I, I just want to say on a personal level, from what I've listened to, the their last episode, supposedly, and then this one, not a fan of him. Yeah. He, he seems very... I don't know what the word is. Very not really pretentious, but kind of kind of arrogant, but kind uh-huh. I, I don't know. Like I I wouldn't really want to be his friend, I don't think. Like he seems like I don't know, just he's in it for the money and it's more yeah. of a business. So so okay, he's from what it sounded like he was the one that was like we're done with the show. Yeah. Uh, McKenna and the other dude were like, "Yeah, we're done." And then so this show he's like, "And so I called him today, and I'm like, yo, I'm doing an episode. Are you guys coming down? And he was actually pissed at them for a bit that they didn't come to do a show. I was like, you guys just quit six days ago. Are you serious? Yeah. And now you're mad at them for not, I don't know. I, I just want to. If you were to tell me, that's it, we're done. We're right. not doing the show and anymore. And then next Saturday, I was like, where the hell are you? It's 8 o'clock. What's up? I would tell you you had Are you some crazy? Issues. Have you been up? <laughs> Maybe are you, you need on? to try something. Full else. on? This is the year of the full on. Yeah, full on. <laughs> Expensive. There we go. Full on. Paul well, from Marijuana Radio, full on. <laughs> so. Did he say they were going to do a show next week? He said he would be there next week. Wow. And that he hopes that they would also be, but he understands if they're not. You can't... You're not Jay-Z, dude. You can't, like... You're not Brett Favre or Michael Jordan or any other people that have come out of retirement multiple times. 
Yeah. That's why I still stand by my, well, my I mean, first Eminem statement. Well, I mean, Eminem even did it once. Kind of. Uh, that was more of a, a hiatus for rehab he, he purposes. Went, yeah, well, you know. But I, I stand behind my previous statement of a podcast should only end in, in suicide. Like, <laughs> hosts have to die before a show can end. Otherwise, forget it. Yeah, that's in the fine print. Yeah. Like when, how else when do you, you start end a podcast a, with Matt? There, that's in the fine print. How else do you end a podcast that is life? It has to end with death. It has to. So otherwise, you'll just keep bringing it back and then being like, "Oh, I'm done what? with this." Oh, hey, we're doing an app. Oh, wait, I'm done with this. We're not having enough money. Oh, but tomorrow we'll do an episode. Would it, marijuana eradication or full legalization be our death? I don't know, because then we could go into the whole culture side of it. True, true. There's always There's something. There's always another There's side. And growing. Like, that technology will always continue to evolve yeah. and get better in, true with story. time. So true story. I think they'll always... It will just not be legislatively focused like yeah. we kind of are now. Yeah. So... Well, you know what else happened today since it's one, 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 one? Full on. California now has decriminalized... That came into a full effect today. That is full on, full on effect as of midnight last night. Um, so basically, it, California fell off the continent last night. <laughs> it just blew up, right? Yeah, everyone Armageddon. is everyone there's dead. There. The hot box reports everyone in California is now dead <laughs> because of marijuana decriminalization. Yeah. Twenty eight ounces or less. And you get a you get a maximum right. ticket of a hundred dollars, no jail time. The government was right. Yep, everyone's dead there. It it happened. God, that is so. My grandpa lived there. That's crazy, isn't well, it? Well, no, he was on a cruise in Rome, but you yeah, know, cruise in Rome. He lived there. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's good. Yeah, so you know that's kind of neato, Frito. And then, um, since we were talking earlier about, um. The alternative stuff. Um, White Rush? Yeah. I actually. That always reminds me of White Russian <laughs> for some reason. I actually found this little snippet that I put in tonight that it. Because it, it's about alternative marijuana. So I'm assuming they mean K2, but it was called something different. Right. Right. This is in Duluth. Okay. Minnesota, don't you know? Yeah, yeah. Boy, howdy. On Friday, December 31st, 2010, ringing in the new year, Duluth police, along with Gold Cross Ambulance and the Duluth Fire Department, responded to a medical call at a residence on South Arlington Avenue. Information given was that a 19-year-old male had used a legal alternative marijuana substance and was now, quote, Freaking out, hitting the walls, and not making any sense. End quote. (laughs) The last information given was the male was going into convulsions. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Wow. Happy New Year, buddy. Starting off full on. (laughs) Alternative marijuana. Yay. When authorities arrived. That was Danny and Braden last night. Like full on convulsions, freaking out, hitting the walls, and totally not making any sense. And I apologize for part three of that. (laughs) That three-part series, that three-part train wreck. Oh, no. White Rush. (laughs) Well, at least you didn't have the police, the fire department, and the ambulance True that. And your parents all involved, right? (laughs) Right. When (laughs) authorities... That would have been a terrible end yeah. to a horrible night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, in jail, like, God, I wish I could just sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Hate in life. I got to work at four tomorrow. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> when authorities arrived, the male was alert, but experiencing yeah. uncontrollable shaking. Uh-huh. Wait, did he do le- the K2, or was this well, the White Rush? He was, no, this is alternative they marijuana. B- was it herbs or bath crystals? It was herbs. <laughs> Um, he was transported by Gold Cross Ambulance to Essentia Health St. Mary's Medical Center, where he was later released. Authorities were shown the alternative marijuana substance that was labeled fear and loathing. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You took something called fear and loathing, and then you wondered why you were freaking out, hitting the wall, and not making any sense. Have you ever sense. seen the movie? Fear and loathing? Do you know what the term fear and loathing means? <laughs> I mean, you you were the very definition of. Yeah. So. 
So you can't sue them. They well, that, they delivered on their promise. <laughs> Fear and loathing, both. Yeah, you hated yourself and life in equal amounts, and yep. you will for probably a little while now because no one's gonna let you live this down. No, no. Hey, remember that time you uh, went fear and loathing on us? Remember when you were freaking out, hitting the walls, and not making any sense? And yeah. then you went into those convulsions, dude. That, that was, was weird. Remember when the cops and the fire department came? Oh, well, uh, yeah, some people are just going to they're going to take that fresh start that the new year brings with it and they're just going to take a huge dump all over it. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, speaking of uh, the kids freaking out on stuff, I have a little interesting snippet here about a Fort Myers, Florida uh, man, an 18 year old man, a young adult, we'll say. Uh, he was in critical condition Friday after he and six six other young people. Okay, six, six other young people. They reportedly now. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you off a list of uh, substances here, okay. and I want you to tell me which one does not belong. Okay, which one maybe wasn't responsible for his uh, being in the hospital. Okie dokie. Okay, so we have they snorted dog medication. Okay. Dog medication. <laughs> Inhaled butane. Okay. Wait, dog medication. Like- right. Like for your dog. Okay. Medicine for your dog. Maybe okay. for worms. Okay. So they snorted that. They inhaled butane. Okay. Like the stuff for your lighter. Right. Lighter fluid. Okay. 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 Uh, they smoked marijuana. Okay. They ate mushrooms. Okay. Uh, and they topped that all off with some over-the-counter cold medicine. Okay. Ooh. Now. They NyQuil'd it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the cops arrived, it was obvious they were under the influence. The cops were? No, they were. Uh, the seven were rushed to the hospital. The 18-year-old was the only to overdose on the concoction. The six other victims, including the 16-year-old who hosted the get-together, were treated before being released. He died. The who rest died? The one kid, the 18-year-old. Well, maybe it was the dog medicine. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, which one was it? Was it not? Are we pretty sure we can... I'm pretty sure I can... Ca- I, I'm pretty sure we can take marijuana out of that entire okay. equation. Okay. Okay. The, and the possibly sh- the mushrooms, po- depending on what kind. Possibly the mushrooms, depending okay. on what kind, because those are usually pretty organic. So we're yes, going to go with <clears throat> a bad reaction of dog medication and butane and over-the-counter cold medicine. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty it sure might be those, to... those things. Yeah, that, that would have been enough. Critical condition. Everyone else left. So I guess he didn't die. He's still in the hospital. Everyone else got to leave. He's sick. As a dog. Ah, good thing he had dog medication. Ha ah, ah. Okay. Let's go back Ooh. in time. Yes. Take us back, Sandy. What year are we going back to We're, here? we're going to 2008. Okay. Okay. Pretty decent year. It, Jam hole started. Oh, yeah, February yeah. 18th, 2008. Yeah. yeah. And see... And and this is actually I saw something about this posted on Facebook okay. and it was a YouTube thing and I found sure. a story about it. And people can join and, the Facebook group and see stuff like this. Yes. And one of the things about this and why I'm bringing it up is because this is still a problem and this is just one of the many stories out there about this, but I mean it's heartbreaking every one that you read. And this is about um a, a medical marijuana patient in Seattle, Washington. And he's a musician who was denied a liver transplant because he used marijuana with <clears throat> medical approval under Washington state law to ease the symptoms of advanced hepatitis C. The, okay, um, so he was, a, he was in a state with medical marijuana. Right. He was within the law and all that. Right. Okay. He was denied a transplant because he uses medical marijuana. But he was using medical marijuana legally under approved Washington state law, right? Right. Okay. And hepatitis C is an approved uh, disease for getting your medical marijuana? The problem that they run into is, Mm -hmm. as we've discussed many times on the show, Mm -hmm. marijuana is a schedule one 
federally mm. illegal substance. Even though the federal government sells the pot, gives the pot to people. Right, okay, right. right. We've discussed um, this many times. So when you're getting a transplant, you're not allowed to use any illicit drugs. Any illegal substances. Anything but on that schedule one, two, and three. Pot, well, three you what can if, use. What two about, you can kind of use, but not certain things. And one, not at all. Okay. So he could use his prescription drugs, but not his marijuana. Medical, medical marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah. Hmm. Right. And he died. He died because they denied huh. the transplant <clears throat> because he was using marijuana. Right. And there's a lot of patients out there who are dying because they use marijuana to ease their symptoms of nausea. Right. Um, to help them sleep, to help them eat, to help them deal with life. And they're not supposed to use it because they're on a transplant list and it's still federally illegal. So uh, basically the very first thing we need to do in in this full-on... One 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 one. This full year is what we've been saying we've been needing to do for like the last year, and that's reschedule before anything else happens. You have to stop being hypocrites and you have to reschedule marijuana. This mm-hmm. cannot be a schedule one substance. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's been ridiculous since it was scheduled one, even though you all lied about stuff. We're we're willing to look past that. We, Nothing we else can move up forward. The last fifty some years, or however long it's been, if you'll just say right now, okay, <laughs> okay, we'll make it schedule three at least. At the v- really, <laughs> Come on. if you have to schedule it, I promise we won't bring it up. <laughs> how many people use it, and how many people have died from it? Hmm, look at it; it's fine. Yeah. But, yeah, we cannot move forward until that happens. People and are always going to be scared. People are always going to br- bring up that, oh, I don't want to lose my federal funding. I don't want the feds to take my land away. I don't want the feds to not insure my bank anymore. Until this happens, we, we, that's what has to happen next. We mm-hmm. cannot do anything else because they'll always have that bullshit excuse. Well, and the other thing that that really makes me frustrated with this whole situation mm, perturbed even yes mm-hmm. is the fact that marijuana cannabis medical marijuana however you want to term it the ganja is the safest thing someone could put into their body mm-hmm. when you consider the fact that it's not going to ruin your Organs, mm-hmm. the way the pharmaceutical medications do, especially when you have to take them over a long period of time. On a cellular level. Right. If you are this sick, you're probably taking a lot of pharmaceuticals. Every and you probably day, have multiple, to take them constantly. Multiple times a day. So you would think that the ability to take this, which isn't going to damage all of my organs and my possibly new organ. Right. That I might not even healthy, get now. Yeah, would be a healthy alternative to, yeah, I'm going to take all of these medicines and they're going to damage all my other organs so that I can get this one new one, which will probably be damaged because I'm having to take all of these medications still. And and then we'll just see what happens. You know, sit back and wait. Give it a minute. Amazing. Yeah, it just it does not make any sense to me, you know, at all. There's no, there's no proof there's that no legitimate this reason. harms people. Other than you saying that it lowers your your lung capacity a but, little. Oh, geez. And the smog in L.A. doesn't. Yeah, come on, right? that's your cop fossil out. fuels have damaged my mm. lung capacity far worse than marijuana. Thank you. But you know, what do you do? So it's just sad that, you know, people out there are dying because they're making the choice to use this instead of the pharmaceuticals or to help with their pharmaceuticals. And they're being denied life-saving procedures because of it. 
Yeah, this says the case highlighted a new ethical consideration for those allocating organs for transplant, especially in the dozen states that have medical marijuana laws. When dying patients need a transplant, should it be held against them if they've used pot with a doctor's blessing? No, it absolutely should. It should never be held against them. For no. That should not even be a, a, an issue. Right. Okay, maybe the guy that needs a liver transplant, if he's drinking all the time, maybe give it to someone who's not. Well, but this is like, that would have saved his life, and now he's dead. And he wouldn't have hurt the organ. It would have been fine. He would still be fine right now. Mm-hmm. Probably better than fine. Uh, he died a week after his doctor told him a University of Washington Medical Center committee had again denied him a spot on the liver transplant list because of his use of marijuana. Does marijuana affect the liver at all? No. Don't believe it does. No. Uh, although, of course, as we know, it was authorized under Washington state law. Quote, he said, I'm going to die with such conviction, he told the AP. I'm not angry. I'm not mad. I'm just confused. Uh, we he be- all are. He be- <laughs> Yeah. He believes he contracted hepatitis C by sharing needles with speed freaks as a teen. In recent years, he said pot has been the only drug he's used. In December, he was arrested for growing marijuana. He had been in the hospice for two months and previously was rejected for a transplant at Swedish Medical Center for the same reason he later got from the university hospital. Swedish, this is this is a slap in the face, right? Yeah. Swedish said he would be considered if he avoided pot for six months and the university hospital offered to reconsider if he enrolled in a 60-day drug treatment program. But doctors said his liver disease was too advanced for him to last that long. They agreed to reconsider anyway. They reconsidered and then denied once again. And now he's wow. dead. So uh, that's on you guys. Cool. Thank you. Isn't there like some Hippocratical oath or something like that that they're supposed to like? They uh, they gave him sixty days to go to a drug treatment program. Oh, okay. So they gave him a chance. They tried. <laughs> Unbelievable. Totally not. You know, not an issue that he wasn't going to live that long. They gave him a chance. They tried. You know who Pat Robertson is? Oh, who doesn't? Not a fan of this He's guy. He's a colorful fella. Mm. Colorful fella. He's a reverend. He's a, a, a the religious guy, uh, the 700 Club. He's the one who said that the victims of Hurricane okay. Katrina and, I, the, and the earthquake in Haiti were all being punished for their voodoo stuff. Whenever... A natural disaster happens, he blames it on the place it happened to being impure. So, if something happened in Las Vegas tomorrow, it would be because of all the prostitution, the debauchery, the, debauchery, the Sodom and Gomorrah, this modern age Sodom and Gomorrah. I hate this guy. He's just such a jackass. I would love to see him and the guy from the Westboro. Just, like, go head-to-head, like, casting God's spells on each other and stuff. How awesome would that be? But this story kind of... It paints him in a different light, I guess. A little bit. A little tiny. It gives him a sliver, a tiny, He's making up for it. If if he renounced his faith on top of this, I, I would have lunch with him. Oh, yeah. I don't think... I don't think he'll renounce it, but this is... Well, right. Well... He's getting a lot of criticism for this, though, so he might have to. Yeah. Uh, he's drawing attention for questioning an article of faith among many Republicans, mandatory prison sentences for certain marijuana-related crimes. Should we have MMRs for anything pot-related? I don't think so. <laughs> no mandatory minimums for any of that. Come on. Some pot legalization advocates noted that Robertson also appeared to question this criminalization of possession of small amounts of marijuana, a position later denied in a written statement released by his media outlet, the Christian Broadcasting Network. The CBN. The CBC. CBNC. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Quote, it's got to be a big deal in campaigns, Robertson said on the December 16th edition of his show, The 700 Club. 
Lock them up, you know? That's the way these guys ran, and they got elected, but that wasn't the answer. uh, He says, there's something else we've got to recognize. We're locking up people that take a couple of puffs of marijuana, and the next thing they know, they've got 10 years. They've got mandatory sentences, and these judges just throw up their hands and say, there's nothing we can do! (laughs) Sorry! Have fun in jail! I know it's overpopulated there, but good luck. Squeeze hard and don't drop the Could you imagine if prisons... Like, if the prison population multiplied like it does, like the normal population does, like if there were women in there and there were babies and you had like whole fan. Could you imagine how fast there would be uprisings and revolts? You'd have to like take away all of the little boys so that there was no growing up and becoming, you know, the army and stuff. Yeah. I guess that's why we keep uh, the men and women separated. Yes. But you bet you watch one day, nature will find a way. <laughs> you watch. Oh, no. One dude's going to just nail another dude, and pretty soon he's going to be like, I don't feel so good in the morning. And pretty soon he's going to be like, I think I'm pregnant. Nature found a way in prison. And then people will find a way to blame it on marijuana. It was ma- <laughs> <laughs> It mutated him. <sighs> uh, quote, we've got to take a look at what we're considering crimes, and that's one of them. I'm not exactly for the use of drugs, don't get me wrong, but I just believe that criminalizing marijuana, criminalizing the possession of a few ounces of pot, and that kind of thing, it's costing us a fortune, and it's ruining young people. Thank you, Mr. Robertson. Bravo, dude. Right? Good job. They go into prison? The only time he said anything, and I can agree with it. Once. That was it. Once. There you go. Mark that day. They go into prison as youths, and they come out as hardened criminals, and that's not a good thing. Uh, Chris Roslin, CBN spokesman, insisted Thursday that Robertson did not call for the decriminalization of marijuana. He was advocating that our government revisit the severity of the existing laws because mandatory drug sentences do harm to many young people who go to prison and come out as hard-on criminals. Well, yeah, they have to cover his tracks. Well, of course. He didn't course. mean it like that. Yeah, I mean, he come meant on. it like this. The famous TV pastor was also pointing out that these mandatory sentences needlessly cost our government millions of dollars when there are better approaches available. Dr. Robertson unequivocally stated that he is against the use of illegal drugs. Well, boy, that's that's just sure tricky when you you see on the states here it's kind of legal, but then federally it's kind of not. Yeah. You sure paid yourself into a dick of a corner, didn't you? Well, you know. Uh, Robertson, who has made a number of controversial statements in the past, of course, used his television presence to become a major power broker in GOP politics. That's good. Church and state, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, for a period of time, he ran for the Republican presidential nomination in 88, but thank God he did not get it. Uh, stunning observers by finishing ahead of the vice president, uh, then George H.W. Bush. In the Iowa caucuses. <laughs> Most conservative office... <laughs> take a moment to snicker at that. <laughs> Most conservative office holders continue to back both strong anti-drug laws because they're retards and mandatory prison sentences because they make lots of money from them. Uh-huh. Uh, some, however, have questioned the value of such stances, particularly in the wake of rising prison populations and expenses. Hmm. Hmm. Nature found a way. Some conservative libertarians, such as former New Mexico GOP Governor Gary Johnson, have called for the legalization of marijuana. Thank you, Gary. Mm-hmm. A ballot initiative in California guy. this year would have allowed adult possession of small amounts of marijuana, uh, but the measure was defeated by a 54 to 46 ratio uh, because of all the little weird fine print the government tried to sneak in. So They're good at that. That They are. Got to read that stuff. Yep. That's why it's good. We got people like Heidi and Ed and Jimmy and everyone who's going to Helena and checking out these uh, these meetings and these uh, keeping everyone in the. Loop. So let's let's talk about that real quick yes. here. Uh, the recent explosive growth of medical marijuana usage has some Montana lawmakers calling for major reforms to the state's medical marijuana law in the upcoming legislative session. Mad Sadie at the hotbox think, hey, it's all good. Yeah. I mean, if you want to fix it, sure. But if you restrict it, we're going to have problems. Lawmakers from both sides of the aisle plan to introduce a broad range of bills from a measure calling for the wholesale repeal of the Montana Medical Marijuana Act. 
Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, which voters overwhelmingly approved by ballot initiative way back in 04 to creating various forms of regulation aimed at curbing the rapidly growing industry. Why would you want to curb an industry that is going well and creating jobs and making money? Are you just pissed because pretty soon we're going to be making more money than your industries? Because they haven't figured out how to dip all their fingers in it yet. Well, tough shit. And if you do, you're going to scare it right back underground again. And then where are we going to be? Well, and see, those people, the only reason why they would even survive is because they have money on their side. If it weren't for that, their business wouldn't go anywhere. Because if you're not paying attention to people and taking care of people, and if you're worrying about money and having bigger and better, you're not going to go anywhere with it. You have to pay attention to taking care of people. Do your job that way. These big businesses don't know how to do that. They don't. And they just have money. That's, that's fine. Their big benefit. Maybe this needs to continue growing on a more small business type of scale, on these little ma and pa's dispensaries who actually care about their customers and their their patients. You know, maybe, maybe that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Montana Connect, Heidi wants us to mention that uh, here January 8th, 2011, uh, in Missoula, Montana, Zoo Mountain Natural Care, Irv Rosenfeld is going to be there. Yay! He's going to be signing his book, My Medicine. So if you want, if you uh, wanted to get a copy of the book but just haven't gotten around to it, you can go there Saturday, January 8th, and Will you there can be get him. for sale? Yeah, I believe so. There better be. What's he signing? <laughs> well, sometimes don't you bring your own book? Yeah. I don't I know. I guess. And they'll be raffling off one of those cool tins. <gasps> uh, if you go on the Gemhole pictures or the Twitpick, there's uh, one of our networks, the picture things there. There's, there, there's a, picture a picture of somewhere. it. So. Facebook, I think, has it. And oh, yeah. So that'll be cool. Saturday, January 8th. Hey, yeah, why don't you guys send Matt and Sandy down there and we can do a show there? Huh? I got a new HD camera. We could totally just do the show on that. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun, huh? That's yeah? a good idea. Yeah? High five. Send us. All we need is a little money. Yeah? Hotbox donations. So, well, I hope you guys don't completely screw everything up for Montana like they may have done for uh, Colorado. So, uh, do you want to talk about this? Experts, experts are worrying apparently, that medical pot laws are promoting teen use. Really? Yeah. What's up with that? Well, you know, I mean, pharmaceutical laws, those, you know. (laughs) Ed Doctor's got a fan in the chat, some Justin fans. Like, Ed is hot. He's that hot-ass guy from Whitefish. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Holla. Uh, Substance abuse experts alarmed by the rapid growth of Colorado's medical marijuana industry are intensifying efforts to study the industry's impact on drug use. Ooh. (laughs) Did, Did, were people alarmed at the rapid growth of Colorado's technology industry? Were they Um, alarmed at the rapid growth of the industrial revolution? Did people freak out when the Rockefellers and the Hearst started making a bunch of money really quick? Do you know NORAD's Did we worry down about there? That? All the military stuff's down there. The government's all over Denver. Did we try to shut them down and re-regulate their industries because they were growing too fast? No. So what's your problem with us? Why don't we get the same respect? Cause Are we second-class citizens? Because they it's all pot? saw reefer madness. Now they're all, like, thinking that we're crazy, homicidal, naked people. Um, we may be by the end. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what happens. It's the drug. I'm sorry. Why were you naked by the end of the hotbox show? I got high, and I just, my, my clothes melted away. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> the uh... experts say they especially worry that increasingly permissive attitudes surrounding marijuana use might be leading to higher teenage drug use and addiction rates. Well, then it's a darn good thing marijuana is not addictive, isn't it? <laughs> uh, that has been an often an often voiced concern during debates over medical marijuana in Colorado, but substance abuse prevention workers say evidence from their clinics seems to bear it out. 
and they point to a recent study showing an increase in teenage marijuana use nationwide and a decrease in perceptions of its risk as further evidence of a need to examine the issue. What are the risks exactly? Have you found any yet? I see you um, use those buzzwords, abuse prevention and all that, but... Well, yeah, but they're always good at fancying stuff up. They pull out a th- thesaurus and come up with ways of making it sound like it's a worse problem than it is. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Maybe maybe you should be out in the streets totally freaking out that cell phones cause cancer, even though there's no evidence to show that it does. And and then because look how look how quick the how many people have cell phones now that industry exploded uh-huh. once smartphones got on the scene and payphones are gone exactly all gone but you didn't look at that industry and say why why are so many people using cell phones nobody freaked out on computers until you're more, Bill Gates tried to take over everything you're more addicted to your cell phone than you are to marijuana I guarantee it. Uh-huh. When's the last time you've been away from your cell phone for more than an hour? Two when hours. I leave my house, ha- when I leave my house, I check for that. I don't check if I have dude, a bag or a pipe on right? me. It's I weird. check for my phone. It's weird. And, and dude, if I don't have my phone, how I sick feel, is that like, feeling? Freak out when you don't know where your phone is, and like, you're like, "Fuck, where did my phone I go?" Start calling it. You and freak, right? Out. Yeah, it's like losing a child. It but is- when you lose your bag, you're like, well, well, you know. I'll well, just go. it depends on which yeah, bag well, it was. Depends on how big that bag was. <laughs> Let's say maybe a half a pound bag, bag or something. Then, yeah. You lose that maybe. Then yeah, you can sure you're going to be a little. Find that. Yeah. But if it's like, you know, the little crumblies and stuff, then I'm like, oh, neat. That'll be nice to find later. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I, the whole system's corrupt. Sad. The basic rule, this guy says, uh, <coughs> of any drug is if the drug becomes more available in the society, there will be more use of the drug. Thomas Crowley, University of Colorado psychiatry professor and director of the university's division of substance dependence. As use and as use expands, there will be more people who have problems with the drug. No. Sounds like job security to me. Uh, at a substance abuse treatment clinic for adolescents at Denver Health Medical Center. <gasps> nuh Yeah, huh? nuh Uh-huh. His. He owns it. <laughs> Christian Thurstone said he has seen hard evidence of the trend. So hard. Since the summer of 09, roughly when Colorado's medical marijuana boom began, Thurstone said he has seen treatment referrals triple from 5 to 15 per month. The large majority of those teens are referred either by the criminal justice system. Interesting. Because they chose to go to drug treatment over jail. Exactly. Social services or other means. Hyphen because of marijuana, he said. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. How do you sleep at okay, night, Okay, but liar? see, they never bring up how many other times another drug was involved. Not how? just marijuana. You're a liar. And the fact that they do give juveniles the option of drug treatment. What would you pick, dude? Or jail. What uh, did our listener, treatment. what did NS pick last week when drug you wrote treatment. in? You don't want to go to jail? No. For your first offense? They're even? mean in there. Dude, I even don't want to get oh, the raped. The girls are mean. I saw prison break. I don't want to be a bitch. I don't survive. I, I, no. I can't do it. I'm too pretty for jail. I'm too quiet. No. We would I'm no. too small. I think Dana's probably the only one out of you, me, <laughs> Nick, and her that would really be okay in jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awful. Oh man! If I'm ever in yeah, jail, I'm I pick, want her with me. Right? I'll be her. I'm That's her bitch. Fine. I just want her there. <laughs> in jail, I'm her bitch. Sure. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, every time I'm going to pick drug treatment. There's yeah. no way, and that's going to double your numbers. That's going to triple your numbers. Yeah, because they fill out a little form that says that they're going to drug treatment, and their offense was marijuana. That's it. Doesn't tell you how much. Doesn't tell you the circumstances. Doesn't tell you that they picked that over jail. It just says that they got busted and it was for marijuana. Yep. And then <coughs> then we get stories like this. So, worried by the increase, he conducted a survey of 76 kids in his program. Out of those, 60 said they knew someone with a medical marijuana card. 
and 37 said they have obtained pot from a medical marijuana patient, though none were patients themselves. How many of them stole it from the patient? How many of them got pain pills from those people also? (laughs) True. What's more, Thurston (laughs) said, teens who got marijuana from a patient were more likely to report smoking pot daily than those who didn't. About 83% of the teens who scored pot from a patient reported daily use, compared with about 56% of those who did not get marijuana from a patient. Quote, it looks like it's increasing access, Thurston said of the state's medical marijuana program. It looks like it's making social norms more positive for marijuana, and it looks like it's increasing frequency of use. Now, is that a problem that marijuana is becoming more mainstream and accepted? Has crime I don't think gone so. up amongst teenagers? I don't like, think are all so. these kids smoking pot and like vandalizing and breaking into everything I and don't like killing so. people? No, no. Then you're, okay. it's a problem because you made it a problem. I got busted for cigarettes in high school, right? They will bust anybody under the age of 18 for anything possible mm-hmm. and they will stop you for any Did, reason were possible. you given the choice of drug classes or jail <laughs> not for the cigarettes oh. i just got a fine and my mom was angry that i right. got caught with cigarettes and of course you know i said they were somebody else's and of i was course, holding of them course, and sure, yada sure. yada yada <laughs> you know how the story goes <laughs> yeah because it just so happens the day i decide to hold the cigarettes is the day the cops decide to stop me and i get busted with them right, right? of course right it's always that day uh-huh that's Always not that my, where did those come from? <laughs> yeah. No, I smoke uh, menthols, actually. And and cops rely on the fact that kids don't know their rights. So if a kid's walking down the street minding his own business and it just so happens that the cop thinks he might be looking a little shady and wants to stop him and talk to him, the kid doesn't know the cop doesn't have the right to search his backpack just because he asks. You do anything they say right. at that point. Because you're scared to death of getting in trouble. Right. And the ones that weren't out. mouthed off to him and ended up devastation. Yeah, exactly. So how many times have these kids been doing absolutely nothing wrong and it just so happened that they found, you know, cannabis on them? Yep. Just like our friend that wrote in. Yeah. NS. Yeah. I bet that's what happened. They just happened to, you know, it was there and. I mean, it's not right that they are putting all that they even have kids choose between jail and drug treatment for something like that. Yeah. You know, I can At understand. All. At all, dude. You know, I can understand maybe wanting them to talk to a counselor because if they're trying to find a way to alter their anything, then maybe there is a problem that they're dealing right, with. Right, but address the problem. Don't address what the exactly. symptom is. Exactly. That's sad. Treat the issue. Not everything else. So he says he intends to apply for federal grant funding. Uh, well, of course, this will help that. They, the, you know, he's going to get it too because oh, yeah, that he's trying to prove that it's, it's job negative. security. That's oh, retarded. Yeah. Anybody, if you want to make a billion dollars, go into the business of proving marijuana wrong and that marijuana is negative and that it kills people and stuff like that. You will get unlimited funding. I guarantee it. But you know what? Once you don't produce results, they're going to kill you. Oh, yeah. Because that's how the government rolls. Well, They'll call the DEA and be like, yo, I need this fool whacked. <laughs> he ain't producing the results he says he was. Paulie's not very happy with him. You's, uh, you's better bring a bat there, huh? He's got to sleep with the fishes. S- swimming with the fishes, see? <laughs> uh, he says, yeah, he's going to apply for federal grant funding to more fully examine the subject. Uh-huh. That funding would come from two million dollars a year that the National Institute on Drug Abuse set aside late last year to study the effects of medical marijuana policies on broader drug use and public health. Before he gets that money, is that I the would, same uh, NIDA that? Uh, yeah, is, that's supplying huh, herb and the other patients with marijuana. With, yes, hmm. I I would just like to ask before he gets this money, can we figure out how much of it is mine? And can we not give him that portion? Yeah, can mine go into something better yeah, like I education? I totally don't want to support not this at this. all. My tax money does not need to go there. Thank you. NIDA officials decided to offer the funding after seeing a rapid change in marijuana policies f- across the country. 
15 states and the District of Columbia have now medical marijuana programs, and California voters vigorously debated a legalization initiative this fall before voting it down. You know why? Why? Because if they can't get it to go away the way they've been trying, mm-hmm. you go through the kids. Ah, it's the kids. It's the kids. The kids. But wait about the kids. Mm-hmm. Can I just be be one to say F the kids? Can I say that? Well, I don't think we should use F that. the kids. Well, not like in a literal well, sense. Well, I didn't let's take not. it in a literal okay, sense. No. But like maybe let's not. Um, How about maybe F that excuse? Yes. Because that's a BS excuse and the kids should be being taken care of by the parents regardless of what the environment throws at them. Mm-hmm. That's not society's problem to deal with. I didn't not have kids so that I could deal with the laws we've created to keep yours safe. Like that's your job. Were you were were you raised by parents or did uh, you I were you so. raised by a no. vast society of people that were constantly influencing you well, to do a bunch of stuff? I was initially raised by parents <laughs> and given the tools to then cope with that environment. And that is how it's supposed to be. Right. Right, so I did all right. Why are I'm all okay. these? But th- we have all these parents who because these parents are this teenagers is raising because the parents are teenagers oh, a lot goodness. or whatnot. But that's oh. why that's that's what you have, and then they're able to say that well, it's it's hurting the kids, and then they're like, well, if it's hurting the kids, oh, we better ban it. We better have a moratorium right away so that we can then study it more and then ban it completely. Uh, Wilson Compton, the director of NIDA's Division of Epidemiology, Services and Prevention Research, said very little research has looked at how medical marijuana policies affect overall marijuana use. Compton said he was surprised to see how openly dispensaries were advertising when he visited Colorado last year on a ski trip. Uh, the impact on broad social attitudes and behaviors could be shifted by that kind of media exposure and advertising. Medical marijuana advocates, meanwhile, say they think the concerns are overblown. Would you say slightly? Uh, yeah. L- a, a little bit? Uh, Brian Vincente, the executive director of Sensible Colorado, said the issue is, quote, certainly worth looking into, but pointed out that teens nationwide report easy access to pot whether they live in a medical marijuana state or not. True story. And Vincente disputed that medical marijuana has made pot more attractive to teens. Quote, If anything, I think it's less glamorous now because it's viewed as something that your mom or elderly people use. He said. That's a good point, right? Well, but it's cool. Like, when puffing we with old people? That's cool. Whatever. When we were teenagers, though... Medical marijuana was not here at all. No, I mean, it was in not California. at all. And remember, it was always epic to meet somebody's parent that smoked and was cool with hanging out with all of your friends and smoking. Right. That was like the coolest thing. But we had it whenever it was here. We, we had, had it whenever we it. wanted it. Yeah. Always. Since and I it- lived here, I've never been like, I want pot and not been able to get it. Yeah. Maybe a you know sometimes a, you have a to drive a little bit and a week there, or maybe you have to go to Canada to get it yourself when other people aren't. But Things hey, get dry. Whatever, you know that happens. But and I'll tell you what though, ever since '04, there has not been a dry spell. Ever, no, ever. But the quality has gone up. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. It, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's good. So. Uh, do you want to talk about this Michigan thing real quick? It's kind of short. Sure. Uh, Lansing, Michigan, possessing drugs such as synthetic marijuana and ecstasy, like substance called BZP, won't result in jail time or fines in Michigan because lawmakers accidentally repealed the penalties for those crimes. Yay! (laughs) Oops. A bill that took effect in October made it illegal to have or use such drugs. It called for up to one year in jail and fines of up to $2,000 for misdemeanors. Felony cases involve more severe penalties. But in December, lawmakers engrossed in a busy and lengthy lame duck session failed to include those penalties in a drug sentencing bill. When Governor Governor Jennifer Granholm signed that bill last week, the penalties for synthetic marijuana and BZP were repealed. So... 
You guys enjoy that. Wow. Senator Rick Jones, he says he's going to introduce a bill to fix that law when the legislature convenes uh, this month. So is that why nothing ever gets done right there? Because it's all it's just a crazy, retarded system. Like, I'm going to introduce this bill to repeal that bill that you introduced. And then I'm going to introduce this to fix that because you broke this and it's a never that's ending ridiculous. circle of paperwork that is so ridiculous yeah you have one public web server that has all of your laws there like a big wiki page anyone can edit it and there you go that's your laws you would How about think that? right can we just is that easy we could it's easy but for the people by the people Everyone can edit it. There you go. There's your laws. Oh, no. Let's just do that. <laughs> we should start that. Lawoftheland.com. Someone Anar- buy me AKA that. AKA Anarchy. Anarchy in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else before we get Uda here? I'm good. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Have a full-on month. Oh, Yeah. Definitely. It's Thank you guys on. for joining us every Tuesday and Saturday, hotboxpodcast.com. That's our website. You can email us info at hotboxpodcast.com. There's a form on the About Us page. You can leave comments on the show posts and all that stuff. So uh, follow us on Twitter and join the Facebook group. Thank you. Uh, and slash P.O. Box if you want to send us a postcard or whatever. And hey, when's the next MMGA meeting? I really want to try out this HD camera for using audio and all that stuff. Um, I thought it was well, coming up it pretty soon, was wasn't it? was brought to my attention that there was one, and I guess I missed it. Did we miss it? I think so, but there's one coming up on January I thought there was 6th. one just like this next week coming up. Yeah, there's oh. one on the 6th. Which I one did you miss? Is. I think it was the end of the uh, December. Really? I didn't hear anything about that or see anything well, about it on either. Facebook. Me either. Huh. Well, That's what the why hell, guys? I was like, you got to post was, it somewhere. There was a meeting? Yeah. Well, on keep having them on Sunday? Thursdays. I, I definitely like I like streaming that, and it's cool content to have up there. Mm-hmm. Ed, Ed always has a lot of good stuff to say, and mm-hmm. there's, there's always good conversation. It's good to have that stuff recorded and have it released as podcasts and videos and stuff, so... And, uh, yeah, we'll broadcast it live on the Hotbox Ripple feed. Effect. There you go. Yep, yep. So we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Yep. Uh, goodbye. Bye. If you like you weed, like this weed, is this where, is where you, you need to, need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.